0: If you want to open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 4, last week we talked about the fact that Jesus came to save us from our sin. And that's just not those biggies or littleies or anything like that. It's every negativity. It's everything in our lives that are distracting and and we struggle with and the whole bit. And I don't have time to go back. Um, And that was in Matthew 1. This week, um, Jesus is just starting to connect with and call his disciples, okay? And let me help you with something right off the bat, okay? In the church, we always talk about Christ-likeness. We always talk about being like Jesus. We always talk about, you know, wow, that's Jesus came to give us an example of who we're supposed to be. Well, if that's true then the way he connected with and called and led and taught and loved his disciples is exactly what we're supposed to be doing as Christians. I'll say it again because you must have missed it. The way Jesus did it, the way he connected with, the way he called, the way he taught his disciples is exactly what every Christian is supposed to be doing. See, this is so important. And and let me just help you with something. We're not doing it. Didn't hear no amens on that one. We're really not. And it's just something we've gotten so far away from that, honestly, we've gotten comfortable with not doing it. And what we do is we surround ourselves with people that aren't doing it. Then we feel comfortable not doing it. If you don't tell Jesus on me, I won't tell Jesus on you. Okay? And, and, and in all seriousness, you got to understand, this is important stuff. Because I don't know about you, but I've got family and friends, and they're hurting. I've got family and friends and neighbors and people around me. And man, they really need this. They really need this. And it's something that we need to learn to do in Christ, in the Spirit of God, in the, and through the Word of God. And I'm really hoping that this year, more and more of us, would it will really catch on and we'll quit waiting for the super Christians to do it. That's a joke. Okay? And we'll begin to say ourselves, huh, I wonder if I could do that? I wonder if I could share God's word. What if I could share God's love? What if I could share my testimony with my, one of my friends? And is it nerve-wracking? You better believe. It. I got some, oh, it doesn't bother me. Okay. I don't want to do it like you. I want to go into leading someone to Jesus in fear and trembling because I want to do it right. I want to do it timely. I want to do it excellently. I want to do it well. Amen? You know? And, and, and this is so important. Going out and jamming the... I used to hear st- stories from evangelists. Man, when I get on an elevator, before I reach the fifth floor, three people got saved. Get real. You know? And then my question is, okay, you made a baby Are you gonna raise it and feed it and change its diapers and care for it and nurture it? They're like, yeah, silly stuff. But this verse was right as Jesus began to call and lead and teach his disciples. He looked at them and said, Listen, he said to them, Follow me. Actually, what it says in the Greek is, follow hard after me. Okay, we'll talk about this in a minute. It says, and I will make you fishers of men. Now, the first thing he said there was, follow me. Now, kids, when Jesus says, follow me, he's not saying, go to church. I think we should go to church, but but otherwise I couldn't get paid. But but you know, I I, I we that's not what he's saying here. What he's saying here is you really need to get into the word, into the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and kind of figure out: well, following Jesus, what does that look like? What does that mean? Let me ask you: do you know? What it means to follow Jesus? Or do you just go to church and try to be as nice as you can? If that's where you are, you have to understand you've missed it. Because you and I were created in the image of God. That's who we were created to be. When we are following in the footsteps of Jesus Christ, we are where. We were created to be in the first place. And when you're where you uh, were created to be in the first place, there's just something peaceful and natural about that. Does that make sense to you? You know, but you see, I hear people say, well, I study the word at church. Well, let me help you with something. If the only time you open the book is at church, you're in trouble. Okay, because you need to open it up every day and you need to say, God, just show me. Maybe show me what doesn't belong in my life. (laughs) Maybe show me what does belong in my life. And and one of the things I've done over the years is get into those gospels, once again, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and begin to study and see the life of Jesus, see the love of Jesus, see the attitudes of Jesus, see the relationships of Jesus, see these sort of things, and then say, okay, God, (laughs) I know I ain't there. And let me help you with something. Don't get all freaky about that. I don't know anybody who's perfectly there. Amen? Are you with me? I hear people, I just might as well give up because I don't have the faith of Jesus. Uh, None of us has the faith of Jesus. Amen? You know, we need to be realistic about our humanity too. All right? But we need to learn to follow Jesus. We need to dig into the gospels. You don't have to read 25 chapters a day, but man, if... If maybe you read a chapter of the Gospels a day and just say, okay, God, show me, lead me, help me to be more and more like you every day. Amen? The other thing, if you turn to Matthew 16, you don't have to do it right now, but this afternoon. <laughs> Jesus says something that the, the church doesn't even preach on anymore, okay? Because it's freaky. The first thing it says is, <laughs> um, I can't remember what it said. <laughs> huh? Deny yourself. Welcome to old age. <laughs> Deny yourself. Actually, what it could be, tra- crucify yourself. All right? People in the church, we don't want to hear that kind of stuff, do we? I go to church to get... I don't go to church to be told to deny myself or set myself aside. I go to church to get stuff. And so I go to church to pray that God would give me new stuff. Amen? You know, forget this verse. Let's this, that's, that's erase that part. Deny yourself. Then it says something really nuts. Take up your personal cross. Is everybody with me? Folks, that's how we mature Christians are supposed to think and live. It ain't about me. And I get up every morning and I prepare my mind and heart to die for every person around me. Every person God brings into contact, into my life, into however he brings them in, God, how can I, like you, die for them? Is anybody with me? See, this is something that is totally foreign to the church today because the church today goes to church to be entertained. Give me good music. Give me a preacher that tells me what I want to hear. I'm good. Folks, that's not Christianity. Christianity is denying yourself and being willing to die however Jesus leads you for every person around you, especially those knuckleheads that get on your nerves. Anybody got people to get on your nerves in your world? You know? What an opportunity and follow in the footsteps of Jesus Christ. Let me ask you a question. Because a lot of people say this evangelism thing isn't happening in my life, and I'm not sure why. Well, let me ask you a question. Are you following after Jesus or are you going to church? Get quiet, got uncomfortable. Good. I want us to examine our lives. Am I following in the footsteps of Jesus? Am I following after him? Am I willing to get up on that cross for the people around me like he got on the cross for me? And am I willing to set myself aside for everybody around? me? Amen? Amen. Follow after me. And then he says, I will make you fishers of men. All right, and let me, let me go through that. And I, 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 I kind of have a weird way to go through this, so just stick with me for a second, okay? The first thing Jesus says is, I will make you fishers of men. Now, there's a lot of evangelism books out there and all that kind of, you can read all that stuff you want. Listen to all the YouTubes and all that kind of stuff. That's fine. There's nothing inherently evil about that. But let me ask you a question. Are you asking Jesus and allowing Jesus to make you a fisher of men? I know this is tough stuff. I know I'm talking something that the church isn't ready for. I know this whole evangelism thing is something for the super Christians, not for me. I'm not responsible for that. Yes, we are. If he called his disciples to it, as, as Christians, we're disciples, so we're supposed to be focused this way too. So Jesus says, I will make you fishers of men. Then Jesus says, I will make you fishers of men. Are you with me? He will do it. Now, the problem is he doesn't do it always when I want him to do it. Anybody else struggle with that? I want him to say, I will do it exactly when you want it, the way you want it, amen? That's how I want him to say it. The problem is it doesn't happen that way, but here's what he says, I will, I will. Then he says, I will make you, I will teach you, I will transform you. I will help you mentally and emotionally prepare to to become a fisher of men. I will transform your heart and your mind. Here's the part I need to know. And he says it, I think, more in the context of, of, of talking to politicians and stuff. But I think it's for here, too. He says, when you need me, I will give you the words. When you need me to, if you'll step up and you'll step out, I will make you. I will make you into that person. I will make you into the person who is prepared to tell somebody about the love and grace of Jesus Christ. Amen? So he says, I will make, hmm, I will make those super Christians. I will make those people that are perfect. I will make those people that never do anything goofy. I I will I hate technology. I he says I Will make you. Folks, he's not talking to everybody else. He's talking to you. You. I will make you fishers of men. Well, I'm not even sure where I'm at. None of us do. Well, I battle with stuff. I struggle with stuff. All of us do. Amen? I I really get nervous about this stuff. That's not my personality. It's nobody's personality to do this because folks, you gotta understand, when you step into this whole evangelism thing, you stepped into spiritual warfare and you are being battle and you are doing battle with forces of darkness that don't want you to do this. Amen? You need to understand this. You know, and this is big time stuff. And he says, I will make you fishers of men. All right. Why did he talk about fishing right at this time? Because he was talking to fishermen. When he was talking to farmers, he talked about firemen. You know, when he was talking to, to, uh, to IT people, just kidding. He talked about on that level. When he was talking to um, construction people, he talked about carpentry. He knew a little about that. What I'm trying to say is this, guys. This is for everybody. You say, well, you know, I don't have a theological degree. I have a PhD in biblical theology. That and $1.75 will get me a cup of coffee at Wawa. This has nothing to do with your mental, intellectual prowess, although we should be in the Word and be prepared. Okay? But I think it's important for us to understand that no matter who you are, no matter your background, I mean, these disciples... If you remember, these disciples were knuckleheads all the way up to when Jesus died. I mean, these weren't perfect people. I mean, these were people that Jesus had to look at and say, get behind me, Satan. I mean, these weren't exactly super Christians. These were just dudes, all right? And the bottom line is, Jesus is saying that to us. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your background is. I don't care what your education is. Excuse me. I'm oh, sorry. He's saying to all of us, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, if you'll let me, I will make you fishers of men. What an opportunity. Folks, what an opportunity. Anybody got neighbors that are just under the dominion of Satan and their lives are hurting and their marriages are falling apart and things are happening in their lives and they're negative and they're fearful of all the junk that's going on and and it, you know, they're having mental struggles, emotional struggles, financial struggles. Anybody here got neighbors like that? The only hope they have is the love and grace and salvation of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Isn't this wonderful? And this is for every one of us, no matter what kind of knuckleheads we may have been or are. I say it again this is for everybody, no matter what kind of knuckleheads we've been or are, or ever may be. This is for every one of us. Well, Pastor, why is this not happening in my life? And if you turn to Mark chapter 1, and you stay right here and go to the next verse, I think I found the answer. Oh, they, it's there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they immediately left their nets to follow him. You see, in the church... We've gotten so full of games. Well, I go to church. Does anybody know my answer to that? So does the devil. And he ties. Amen? So what? Well, I'm basically nice. I only kick the dog three times a week, and, you know, know, I'm good. Okay. But you're missing the point. You see, what Jesus is trying to say here is if you really would like to be a fisher of men, you must immediately leave the junk of this world behind and follow him. You mean that's all there is to it? Well, it's what it says. Oh, but will I have any problems after that? Have you ever read the Bible? Well, will I automatically be able to? You will be able to be a fisher of men if you choose to leave the junk of this world behind and follow in the footsteps of Jesus Christ. Are you listening to me? Exactly when it's time. A lot of people are like, well, I want to I be prepared before I step up. No. Faith is not sure how I'm going to pull this off, but I'm stepping up. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm stepping up. I don't know what words I'm going to use, but I'm stepping up. I don't know whether I'm going to mess it all up, but I'm stepping up. See, this is so important, folks. Because we talk about this crazy world, and it is. But let me tell you what's missing in it. A church that takes the light and love and salvation and glory and wisdom of God, and shares it with a world that has no clue. Folks, what? an opportunity. Amen? What an opportunity. Let me help you with something. You need to decide now. It doesn't say they processed it, they thought about it, they prayed about it. You know, they kind of, are you listening to me? It says, when Jesus told them, you follow me and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left the junk or the nets of this world behind to follow him. Let me ask you, have you actually left the junk of this world behind to follow Jesus Christ? Have you left the foolishness of this world to follow Jesus Christ? Oh, but look what's happening politically. Trump and Biden are peons. They got nothing. Jesus put them there, and he will take them out of there. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You know, well, you got all these things going on. Who cares? I got one purpose in this world. And that is to follow Jesus Christ and let a hurting, dying, blind, got no clue world know there's hope for you. There's hope for you. There's love for you. There's power for you. There's freedom for you. There's salvation for you. There's everything you need to be restored to the person that you were created to be. It's all there for you because Jesus already accomplished it. Let me ask you a question. Have you decided today to leave the junk of this world to follow him? Have you? Well, if you have, please stand. Father, I pray for every person here. And I pray especially for those that have stood. Sometimes we're not even sure what we're leaving. (laughs) Sometimes we're not even sure what it's going to look like. Sometimes it's scary. Sometimes the world is very attractive, so we really struggle to leave it behind. But Father, we've all got family and friends and people at our jobs and in our neighborhoods that they're hurting. They need you. So Lord, we make a decision this morning to immediately leave the junk of this world to follow you so you can make us fishers of men, introducing them to your love and your salvation. Father, as we leave this place today, don't let us forget this. I stood. I'm leaving. I'm going out of here And by your help, God, by your grace, God, by your strength, God, by your courage, sometime I'm going to tell somebody how much Jesus loves them. I'm going to tell somebody about what he can do in their lives. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word. Thank you for what you've taught us. Now, help us to go And follow through. And it's in your son's name we pray. And all God's people said, amen. God bless you. Go get them. Amen.